your host of this month's episode of the Book Night Canada podcast is Shimona Hirschberg. I use she, her pronouns. I'm the research associate at BookNet. BookNet Canada endorses a calls to action from the Truth and Reconciliation Commission of Canada and supports an ongoing shift from gatekeeping to space making in the book industry. We hope that our work helps to create an environment that supports that shift. I'm recording this in Midtown Toronto on the traditional ancestral and unceded land of the Anishinaabe, Haudenosaunee, Huron-Wendat, and Mississaugas of the New Credit Territory. The land I'm quarantining on is part of the parcel of land collectively referred to as the Toronto Purchase, which applies to all land east of Brown's Line to Woodbine Avenue and north towards Newmarket. This treaty allows non-Indigenous Canadians like myself to live on this land and use the resources. So thank you to the stewards of this land. For this month's podcast, we're highlighting research in our recently released study, Press Play, Audiobook Use in Canada 2020. The PDF of Press Play is free to download from our website, booknetcanada.ca forward slash bnc hyphen research. The bulk of the study shares results from our survey fielded to audiobook listeners, and we fold in other research about audiobooks from our other original free BookNet research sources like Canadian Leisure and Reading Study 2020 and our quarterly Canadian Book Consumer Survey. We also fold in data from BNC Sales Data and BiblioShare. I'll be letting you know where research comes from throughout this episode, and of course, we cite our sources in the study. I'll also be sharing clips from BookNet CEO Noah Ganner's Tech Forum presentation on audiobooks in Canada. The link is in our show notes, and the full presentation can be viewed on our YouTube channel, BookNet underscore Canada, in the Tech Forum 2020 playlist. It's video 19. Let's start off with format, to get an overview of audiobooks in relation to other book formats. Noah will share the following data from Canadian Leisure and Reading Study 2020 and Press Play Audiobook Use in Canada 2020. So we do ask in our consumer and reading, stu- reading study um, what people are reading or listening to. And uh, 96% of people say they read a print book last year, 61% said they read an e-book, and 49% said they read an audiobook. Obviously, from these numbers, you can see it totals more than 100%. People crosswalk across the different formats, especially within the digital formats, uh, but across all of them. And that audiobook number, the 49%, that's significant growth that we've seen uh, from previous years. So even in the last year, in 2019, or 2018, when we did the study, uh, audiobook number, only 35% of people have, of readers, sorry, or listeners, have listened to an audiobook in the previous year. So that grew 14% year over year. We also ask about preferences of the different formats in our reading. So 66% of people said they prefer print books, 16% said they prefer ebooks, and 8% prefer, said they prefer an audiobook. Readers, readers of all types still prefer print. About 50% of ebook and audiobook Book listeners still prefer print. Ebook readers prefer ebooks, but are much more likely to also prefer audiobooks than our print readers. Audiobook listeners prefer all other formats over audiobooks. That's odd, but they also really like ebooks. People that are in the digital formats really, or take advantage of the digital formats, really kind of crosswalk, or are more likely to crosswalk between those formats, as I've already mentioned. Most read, most read multiple formats, 65, 64%. Almost half listen to at least one audiobook, as I've already mentioned. And when we look at that in a little more detail, uh, almost half of readers read digital formats, 
about 45%, while only 1% exclusively listen to audiobooks. So not a, people are getting crosswalk between formats. When we take that preference data that I, I brought up uh, earlier and put it, this is in a table presenting the diff three different for primary formats broken down by age groups or cohorts. As I've mentioned, everyone prefers print. Uh, 18 to 29 year olds and 55 plus year olds prefer print more than the, than the middle cohorts. The middle cohorts prefer ebooks and audiobooks more than all other age groups. Almost 100%, 98% of 8 to 29 year olds read print, the highest, but everyone reads a lot of print. 21% of the 50, 45 to 54 year olds read ebooks, the highest, and 11% of 30 to 44 year olds listen to audiobooks, the highest for that for that format. We also can look at uh, those same cohorts or similar co age cohorts and break them down by the format that they use, that they listen to audiobooks. So what you're seeing here is a stacked bar graph showing that older listen listeners listen to digital audiobooks less than, less than others. If we compare physical to digital channels, 92% of respondents listen digitally while 41% listen to physical formats. 34% of respondents consume both physical and digital audiobooks. When we look at acquisition by age, which is what you're seeing here, it is likely not a big surprise that younger listeners tend to prefer digital formats. Those aged 18 to 29% listen to 82% of their of their audiobooks in digital format. And that digital physical breakdown uh, changes over time, or sorry, over age groups, so that, as I already mentioned, the older 65 plus uh, listeners tend to get more physical for, or listen to more physical formats than digital formats. It'll be interesting to see how or if format preferences change over time. For book buyers surveyed in our quarterly Canadian Book Consumer Survey earlier in April, half said that they sometimes prefer audiobooks over print books, with another 12% preferring it. More than half of buyers do not prefer ebooks over print books, 55%. I wonder whether quarantine changed that. In a blog post, we shared results from a survey on the impact of COVID-19 on reading also the blog name, that is listed in the show notes for those who want to learn more. We learned that the majority of Canadian readers aren't reading significantly more digital books in late March and early April compared with February and prior. But we don't yet know more about whether preferences changed, especially now that print borrowing is back for libraries and never left for many bookstores. In that survey, 33% of readers are reading more ebooks and 23% are listening to more audiobooks than they previously did. They're not necessarily reading more print books either. Only 36% are reading more print books than before. The majority of readers are reading formats in the same amount as before for print books, 55%, ebooks, 62%, and audiobooks, 70%. We do know, based on survey comments, that many readers are trying out audiobooks for the first time many are keeping to digital books, but will they stick with it? In our audiobook survey and other surveys we've done, about 4 in 10 Canadian readers listen to audiobooks. It's growing, slowly. This year, most listeners were listening once a week, 30%. Most listeners expect to listen about the same amount in 2021. Audiobook listening continues to grow, which we'll talk more about later on. Now, who are audiobook listeners? Let's hear from Noah about the demographics of the survey respondents. So let's look at those listeners a little bit uh, demographically. Uh, we do capture full demographics for these studies. So uh, 
Overall, uh, the demographics of an audiobook listener is fairly evenly split between the, the genders. Uh, women listen, 55% of women listen to audiobooks and 45% of men. The majority of uh, listeners are between the ages of 25 and 44, uh, a younger uh, cohort for sure. Uh, most work full time, most are formally educated, more than a quarter have a household yearly income of greater than $1,000. Most are not parents and uh, eh, most are either married or living with a significant other. The data that Noah will share next about audiobook sales, the value of audiobooks, and more about the money buyers spend on audiobooks is compiled from BNC Sales Data, our quarterly Canadian book consumer survey, and Press Play Audiobook Use in Canada 2020. We also tracked the sale of physical audiobook uh, items from retailers in Canada through our BNC Sales Data Service. The number has never been very high um, that we've that we've received uh, as a portion of all the sales. So what you're seeing here is a line graph for the last 10 years um, with 2010 uh, audiobook, physical audiobook sales accounting for 0.41% of the market. Um, and then 2019, point, that's down to 0.13%. So it's never been a huge amount, but even with that small percentage, that's a pretty significant decline in physical book uh sales and we'll touch on that a bit again physical audiobook sales we'll touch on that in a little bit uh, as well um, we also ask in our consumer panel about audiobook value so what we ask about all format values but what value do people get uh, from the books that they buy and 88 percent of people who purchase audiobooks say that they get excellent or good value with almost a hunt with a hundred percent of people saying that they get excellent good or fair value very few people say that they get the negative uh, poor or bad uh, qualifications for audiobook. Not surprising because audiobooks can be expensive. So people are still feeling, even at the prices they're paying, that they're getting good value. So what are those prices they're paying? Well, it looks like in our consumer panel, um, on average, people say they're spending about $15 uh, for their audiobooks. Um, this may be a little bit low or high. It's hard to say for 100% for sure, but subscriptions are usually around $12 to $14 Canadian a month. So people are probably uh, using that as their precursor for their, or their, to inform their purchasing of what they're paying for an audiobook. Other list prices for audiobooks are paying much higher than that. So that's, this is the price that the publisher puts on if you were to buy a specific audiobook by itself. And the average price in 2019 of audiobooks in our consumer panel was about $39. So purchasing was $15 and list price was $39. Ebooks and audiobooks have a similar value profile. Uh, people think that uh, ebooks have a lot of value too. And print has all books have all books across all formats have a very good value profile. People think that they're getting good value for the price they're paying. But the digital formats, they feel they're getting a little more value for the price they're paying. I think with ebooks, that's probably because it's cheaper. And with audiobooks, it's probably the subscription thing that's taking part in there. So most listeners are spending $1 to $25 on audiobooks in a year. While there's some fluctuation in spending over the past few years, almost half of listeners have an annual spend of only $25 or less on audiobooks. And 20% of listeners get their content for free, which we've touched on. In 2020, spending in the prior year did increase by 5% in the mid-category, the 26 to 50 category. We're also seeing slight increases in the higher bands, up around $100. Um, and this may have more, this may have to do with the increase in subscriptions that I mentioned before. We saw a lot more subscriptions in 2020 or growth in people who are using subscription service. And if you just do the math, 
back of the envelope math, uh, 12 times 12, 12 months times $12 for subscriptions, about $144. So that's about the $100 mark. 50%, 56% of audiobook listeners say they're spending $50 or less on audiobooks a year. 20% say they're not spending any money at all on audiobooks. And 15% say they're spending $76 or more. And that's that $100 bracket that I mentioned before. And when we break down the listener type again, this remember these are our uh, avid, frequent, light listeners of audiobooks. Uh, you can see the different bands here. So you're seeing a bar chart of the prices uh, price people tell us that they pay in the over the course of a year for audiobooks broken down by the different listener types. So when we look at spend by reader type, we find that proportionally those who read the most spend considerably more. That shouldn't come as a big surprise. Well there are a few avid readers, while there are a few avid readers, those who listen to more than 50 audiobooks a year, 60% of them spend over $100 a year. Again, that's probably our subscription people. On the other side, those who are light listeners who listen to up to five books per year, only a quarter, more than a quarter of them spent zero, and 39% spent $25 or more. So a large portion of them, almost 70% of people spent $25 or less. And these are just people that may just dabble in audiobooks. What are listener types, you say? I hear you. Respondents in our audiobook survey were asked to select the approximate number of audiobooks that they listened to in the past year. Light listeners, the majority of respondents at 58%, listened to 1-5 to five books last year. Moderate listeners listened to 6-11 to 11 audiobooks. Frequent listeners listened to 12-49 to 49 audiobooks. And avid listeners, the smallest group at 3%, listened to 50 or more audiobooks. Noah will tell us more about the demographics of each listener type group. Light audiobook listeners are mostly women, 34 to 24%. Men are slightly more likely to be moderate listeners than women. And frequent and avid listeners are pretty much split, about 7 to 6% of listening groups. So let's look at these kind of uh, different uh, listener types demographically in a little more detail. Because I think it's important uh, to know who... Uh, who is in these buckets and how you might be able to get to them. So uh, our first uh, listening type is the light listener. We've named this uh, listener Salma, and she listens up to five books in a, in a year. This listener type also qualifies as the overall average audiobook listener. For social media, she primarily uses YouTube, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, and listens to podcasts once a week. She tends to discover audiobooks by recommendation, that is through word of mouth, library or bookstore staff or online. She listens to books so she can do other things at the same time, as I've already mentioned, running errands, shopping, or while commuting to her full-time job. Her, her preference is to read one book at a time and does not usually read the same book in different formats. She has no children. So let's move on to the moderate listener, David. Moderate listener listens to once per week and consumes between 6 and 11 audiobooks per year. He primarily finds the books he listens to because he has read or listened to books by the same author. He spends $26 to $50 on audiobooks per year and likes to listen on his phone while commuting. He tends to listen to and read the same subjects. When it comes to social media, he primarily uses YouTube followed by Facebook. He has no children. Our next uh, listener type is the frequent listener. And Libby is the frequent listener. The frequent listener is a female and listens to between 12 and 49 books a year. She listens daily. She tends to find books by browsing in either a store or a library. And as such, her primary way of getting audiobooks is through the library. She prefers to listen to audiobooks on her phone while doing housework. 
and she's a parent. And our last listener type, uh, the avid listener, uh, those who listen to really a lot of uh, ebooks uh, or audiobooks per year, um, Manuel is our avid listener. He consumes a whopping 50 or more audiobooks a year. To keep up with the pace, he listens more than once per day. Books are primarily found by recommendations through word of mouth, library, or bookstore staff or online. 35% of avid listeners subscribe to an audiobook subscription service, with the most popular service being Audible. He likes to listen while doing housework. He expects to listen to more books next year than he consumed this year. He's not a parent. So that gives you some detail into the uh, different listening levels and who might be the primary person uh, and the social media that they use for those different groups. Now that we have an idea of who our survey respondents are, how do they become aware of the books they listen to? Um, the majority of respondents predominantly became aware of the audiobooks they consume via recommendations, 36%. This could be a recommendation by a friend, a librarian, bookstore staff, or through media or the internet, social media. Comparing this to BookDeck Canada's consumer data, we find similarities in the way consumers become aware of a book, books of other formats, by reading other books by the same author, browsing in a store, or through reviews and recommendations. It is interesting to note that 17% of audiobook use in Canada survey respondents said that they listened to the audiobook version because they had already read either the print or ebook version of the same book. So these are people that have read it, decided they also want to listen to it, maybe because there was an actor or an author reading it, or maybe they just wanted to consume it in a different way or again. And so that's a fairly high percentage, 17% of people. What are the top three ways most audiobook listeners get audiobooks from, and how has this changed from 2018? Well, in 2020, the way most listeners got audiobooks is by downloading or streaming from online and apps for free, about the same as in 2018. The second way is from buying online from a store or online retailer, less than in 2018. The third most popular way was from buying an audiobook subscription service, which listeners did more in 2020 than in 2018. Learn more about subscriptions in Noah's presentation and the study. Most digital listeners are getting audiobooks from YouTube, 37%, Audible Audiobooks or Kindle Unlimited, 33%, and digitally from the public library, 28%. When it comes to looking at paid versus free content, there's not necessarily a correlation with those who are accessing legal or illegal audiobooks. Check out the full study for more on that. Three in ten audiobook listeners borrowed an, a digital audiobook from the public library, and two in ten borrowed a physical copy from the public library. Speaking of library borrowers, I want to highlight a few differences between listeners who borrow audiobooks from the library and those who don't. 43% of borrowers learn about books through recommendations in comparison to 36% of all listeners. And borrowers become aware of titles by browsing 5% more than all listeners. Slightly less borrowers also buy audiobooks, 28% versus 32% of all listeners. Let's talk about audiobook circulation in libraries. Data provided by the world's leading digital reading platform for libraries and schools, Overdrive, shares that the circulation of audiobooks in thousands of Canadian libraries increased 32% from 2018 to 2019. Checkouts exponentially increased each year at an average of 30%. In numbers, there were almost 7 million audiobook checkouts in 2018 and 9 million audiobook checkouts in 2019. 
We'll know later on whether COVID-19 led to an increase of 12 million or more in 2020. And of course, Overdrive is only one of the digital audiobook lending platforms in public libraries. We didn't get data from platforms like Hoopla and Cloud Library. One quarter of listeners say they listen to audiobooks in a language other than English. This has increased 5% since 2018. Of those who listen in another language, 41% listen in French. The next most popular languages are Mandarin, Spanish, and Cantonese. Remember this in next month's podcast episode on audiobook production where language comes up for narrators and engineers. Most listeners are listening to mysteries or thrillers. Other popular fiction and nonfiction subgenres are well below that one, like history, science fiction, self-help, fantasy, and true crime. We have two top eight lists for fiction and nonfiction, and more on subgenre popularity cross-tabbed by listener type and other demographics in this study. For YA and juvenile subjects, only 16% of listeners said they mainly listened to young adult books, and 7% listened to children's books. 6 in 10 audiobook listeners said they always or sometimes like to listen to a specific narrator. We asked some open questions at the end of the survey, and a few respondents commented that sometimes a narrator can get in the way of a story, or they don't like it if a narrator's voice changes throughout a book. Additionally, 17% of respondents said that they search for specific narrators when looking for audiobooks. We also talk about searching out specific narrators in next month's episode. You can find out more about audiobook listeners' preferences in the study, where we asked about phases of reading, having another book lined up for when they finish their current book, and how many books listeners read at any given time. Lastly, let's hear from Noah about Canadian content in BNC BiblioShare and PressPlay Audiobook Use in Canada 2020. Um, just looking at uh, what books are available in the Canadian marketplace, it is a little bit hard for us to tell. Um, we don't get extensive bibliographic data on the ebook on the on sorry on the digital form, format of audiobooks. We get some, but not a lot. But it continues to grow. So. Uh, what you're seeing here is that we have about 187,000 audiobooks listed in our consumer, <coughs> sorry, in our bibliographic database, and that accounts for about 0.7% of all the books that are there. 1,400 of those are flagged with a Canadian contributor. We'd love to see that number higher, and we assume that there's much more Canadian audiobook content available, but we just don't have all the digital content. So looking at that Canadian uh, information a little bit more, when it comes to Canadian content, we ask listeners if they search for books about Canada or Canadian regions, or if they search for Canadian authors. We find that 46% of respondents sometimes or always search for Canadian content or Canadian authors. That's great. That's another great reason that we'd like to see publishers and those providing metadata to fly their Canadian contributors wherever possible, including on your digital audiobooks. Thank you for listening. We're disseminating this research in all sorts of formats, so pick and choose which serves you best. To watch Noah's full presentation, go to our YouTube channel, BookNet underscore Canada, and then to the Tech Forum 2020 playlist is video 19. If you want to read the full report with the all text, graphs, and tables, and quotes, download Press Play Audiobook Use in Canada 2020 from our website, booknetcanada.ca forward slash BNC hyphen research. If you want to learn visually, but a study is too long, the last email of our inaugural email course on Press Play is going out July 6th. 
So depending on when you're listening to this, you can still subscribe if you'd like at booknetcanada.ca forward slash bnc hyphen research. If you don't want to miss future email courses and you want to get a roundup of research in one email every month, subscribe to our research newsletter on our website. All links are in the episode notes. We'd like to acknowledge the Government of Canada for their financial support to the Canada Book Fund. And to you listeners, thank you and take care. Bye!